All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We're giving away hats. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome in, episode 322. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, do it. Do it on air. Fight it. Look at the sun. You can see it on his face, too. Look at the sun. It'll go away. His eyes. No, that's opposite. You look at the sun and it makes you sneeze more. I thought it makes it go away if you look at the sun. No, no, no. That If you look up and look at light, that helps your sneeze come out. That's why I always sneeze when I do it. I thought it was helping me not sneeze. And I'm like, it doesn't <laughs> You're doing work. doing it wrong. <laughs> oh. Hey, you didn't sneeze. No, I didn't. It actually went away. I got distracted by whatever you guys were saying there. It was really interesting. Good advice. It worked. Good intro. That's all it was. Heavy good show. Podcast always. is brought to you by the HGA Group. The next generation of business services. It's built to serve you better. Find them on Instagram and Twitter at the HGA Group. They're great. Chalmers, this studio, courtesy of the HGA group. Welcome Literally. back in studio. In the house. They put this together. Yeah, it was a great job. How can your lawyer also run all your audio video? I have no idea. Because I don't know how you guys everybody. pull this stuff off. They're everything right. to everybody. That's why. What do you think of the new studio, Chalmers? First time you're here. Yeah, so the studio is great. It's a, it's a room with green green wallpaper. No, green, like just a green fabric. Oh, and fabric. a Fugelberg built table. But it's more of the overall building that this is the first time I've been here. Normally, like you know, I'm in construction and I loved coming by your guys' sites, and I just didn't didn't really have the time to come by during the construction COVID, of it of and COVID and just all that. So this is like really my first time seeing it. And so when I got here, I didn't come straight up to the studio. Like I walked around, I went down to like the basement, went down to the bathrooms, looked at the bakery and all that, and like it's impressive. It's very very impressive because it's. It's different from what I see normally, you know, residential and commercial is very different. All the little tiny things that you guys have to do. Like the plates on the walls and the hallways. For the shit. corners, just so the corners don't get beat up. I mean, it's like, it's super logical for anybody that does commercial, but for a residential guy, you just look at all the little things, right? And um, yeah, super impressive. Like the offices are so nice. I saw a little sneak peek into the offices when I saw Bag Milk uh, get surprised with his new j- jersey. And that his, was nice, wasn't it? It was so nice. It was so good. Um, but it, it gave me a little insight into what the offices were going to look like because I've really only seen plans and it's very professional man very very professional you didn't the even pop up here you didn't even pop up you. here like as it was being built like not once like not even once did I come into this building mid-construction hmm. I which didn't is, even come into it for like eight months during COVID like yeah it just sat we just capped her and left her yeah I don't know I I mean if we were doing the the podcast at Little Brick like we had been I probably like 
would have come in here more. Yeah, yeah. You know, we would have come here probably once a week. Yeah, yeah, and checked it out. But the fact that we weren't doing that, which is never over here, and we never made a plan to do it, you know, people got busy. And so, no, yeah, this is the first time. We were lucky with our finance partners to be able to basically delay the construction of the building a year. Yeah. Because we said to them, like, we don't know if these built businesses are viable. We can't just, like, rush and open a restaurant to close a restaurant. Well, I'm not from the HGA group, but I just walked in here, and I drove past Little Brick on the way. Yeah. And the amount of cars outside of Little Brick <laughs> and the amount of people eating lunch down in Dogpatch, uh, I think it's viable. It's a Monday <laughs> well, afternoon, true. a gloomy Monday afternoon, yeah. and it's it's busy. Yeah. It's busy, busy, busy. And that's, I'm not for the HGA. <laughs> I'm not one of them. I'm not As one of the people the that knows a thing or two. Be, be busy and not be profitable. We're learning, but we're working on it. Yeah, anyways, like, it's, it's very impressive. Thanks, very buddy. cool. Very, 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 I feel like I'm in a very, like, a building that people, it's the people that I don't, the people that I know, like you guys, who all of a sudden are going to build a construction building, like, you, I don't even know how to explain this. You go into other buildings, you're just like, man, this, like, takes some real expertise. But, like, you guys didn't really have that much. You guys employed the right people for it. <laughs> and you come in here, and it's... Did you say, when this started out, I don't know how you pulled this off? Yeah, that was where yes! I was kind of going. <laughs> yes! <laughs> A little bit. That's I don't, right. I don't know how you guys pull this shit off, man. It's just impressive. It's 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 fun to watch. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thankfully, we were working with really smart he, people. He took me up to the B Airbnbs, and we looked through them. And there's yeah. the finishing touches, right? You need yeah. to get the businesses running. You need to get them re generating revenue, get these guys in the offices. And, and you know, the Airbnbs are something that kind of, they, 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 they take a you know couple more weeks, you said, right? They're super cool. They don't feel like you are in a neighborhood because they're on a third floor in the River Valley. So when you look out the windows, all you see is trees, yeah. the top of trees. And... The high ceilings, they're, you know, they're, they're 800 square foot or what, what did you 550. Say? 550 square feet yeah. and 550 square feet for a one bedroom with a full kitchen and a yeah. full bath. Like that's it's tiny, not a lot of space. Nope. And when you have a low roof, they can feel really, really small. Yeah. These have these big high pitched vaulted roofs. The places are, they feel so much bigger than what you say no, they are. And, and the big finished. windows too. We felt like every yeah, time we did the, a revision of the design, we made the windows bigger because yep. that feels posh too. Yeah. And so like those, I, when I walk in there and I'm just like, I get it. Like, you know, you got the bakery downstairs because supply of breakfast. Like, it's just, it's very cool, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. My sister designed the architecture and the interior, as you know. Yeah, she did. And she, this has been a building she had sort of built in her brain years and years and years ago. And it was the idea of like a community hub. You develop something that makes neighbors meet their neighbors. And in Edmonton, we live in like huge commercial space uh, deserts, right? Like you have residential, as you well know, building new subdivisions, and there isn't really a lot of commercial space. Like my mom lived in Twilliger Town, right? And like the closest thing to her was a max, and it was like 25 minutes away. That was it. Yeah. So these types of buildings, the idea is Little Brick was our prototype. We had like a little cafe in an old house, and then we built a bigger one up the street. But my sister thinks like if they took space in the traditional North American suburb and made one lot like this, you could really change the overall quality of life in these neighborhoods. Well, and when we were in the elevator and we we're walking down, you said a fact that kind of blew my mind. I'm not going to lie. I did not expect for you to say, but tell people how many people you employ now just in the River Valley. Oh, 45? 45 people now. Yeah. In two places. Like yeah. that's three. Well, the bakery. Sorry, the bakery yeah, too. And yeah. And the dog patch and Little Brick. Yeah. 45 yeah. people and 12,000 visitors a year to Riverdale. Very good. Yeah. When I when you first looked at Little Brick, I thought you were fucking crazy. I remember. I brought everybody. I brought Chalmers down. Like, Chalmers, take a look at this house. He's like, no, this is a terrible idea. Like, okay, noted in my log. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, dude. Shit. I just, like, you, you're taking on a lot here with a, with a building that is 100 years old. Yeah. And it's an undertaking. And I know how many things you guys had going on. Yeah. And at that moment, in my mind, I'm like. Oh, like how many projects we had to go? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is a full-time all hands on deck yeah. type of project. Yeah. And then you pulled it off and, yeah. uh, and it was cool. That was a Hail Mary little brick. It, was. it honestly could have gone the other way very easily. It was. Could you have done this without that? No. Yeah, no. No, I no. And the idea is like in the River Valley, our company, the River Valley Company, we've there's 10 sites like this that are all abandoned in the River Valley. And we're like, we will slowly build and activate each one. And they'll like, make the entire river valley stronger so this makes little brick busier little brick makes this place busier but they have complementary businesses like the bakery does all three businesses mm -hmm. and we're opening up a container uh right away at victoria park and there, it's like the skating oval right so we have yeah, like yeah. all the food of dog patch and little brick like all the to-go items are going to be available down there too so even if there's like dining restrictions here at little brick and it's shut down or the patio can operator or whatever it also owns this container so it's gonna be really cool what's the container called Victoria Park food container, <laughs> prototype one. 
<laughs> to be named later. Probably just Victoria Better Park, name we'll coming later. It. Yeah, but it's exciting. We have a deal with the city, and yeah. a lot of people there want food while they're skating and stuff like that, so we thought it was a good opportunity. Oh, yes. It's like hot chocolate. Just kids hot Bailey's chocolate and marshmallows, man. sell a thousand of those a day. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. The River Valley's cool, man. We, I think that we're starting to see some... We've been seven years down here now. It's Now that I'm seeing it happen... It's a surprise that nobody's done this sooner. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Hey, how did no one beat this? them that, to it? Yeah. Is that? How did no one beat them to it? Yeah. Because you have seemed... to take a pretty big leap, man. Like, I guess so. Hey, man. this house isn't going to work. Okay, it works. How come no one else does this? Okay. Well, because everybody okay. thinks like... So that's kind of my point is like, at the beginning, I was saying, like, when I saw your, your plans and then the plan for this, and I'm just going like, how? And then to watch it happen, a lot of people and a lot of things you go and you look at and you see that are finished products, you go, you don't you go, this is really cool, right? You don't think about how did they pull this off, right? Mm. But when you hear about it at the very beginning, that's when the how are they going to pull this off questions yeah. happen. So to see it all through, you kind of go, well, and now people are probably looking down here going, this is, I don't, I'm, I'm shocked nobody's done this yet. But at the very beginning, it was, there was some major hurdles I'm imagining, so. Riverdale's an interesting neighborhood because there's like housing co-ops down here and there's like old houses and new houses too. And even though it's one of the oldest neighborhoods in town, half of it was a brickyard. So all the houses kind of were released in the south part of Riverdale all in the mid 90s. So even though it's really old, it's also brand new. But there's a lot of, they've been having a lot of polls down here at the community league. They want to have a pub and they want to have a cafe. But then it's difficult, right? There's a lot of zoning issues. Like this little building took us two years to convince the city. You have to fight the neighborhood. Well, and people are probably more protective of this neighborhood. Of course. And that's uh, why we like, want to do it down here. This is one of the few places in town with soul, right? Like it's cool down here. I like it. There's a history to it. There's a book I can show you in my office that somebody wrote about Riverdale. And it was like you know, 250 pages of life down here. And there used to be five businesses down here. And this is one of the first neighborhoods in town. It's really fucking cool. And a lot of that history was lost, right? So naming something JB Little after the guy who had the brickyard, Little Brick, right? And then this building, the Umperville Block, to our knowledge, it's the first building in Canada named after an indigenous woman. She was like the first lady of Fort Ed yeah. in like 1850, Louise Umperville. That's cool, right? Yeah, no, very good. Yeah. So how come other people didn't do it? It's fucking hard <laughs> as a bitch, man. Yeah, Everybody. No, like, I'm not. And I'm not trivializing, like, trivializing yeah, yeah. what you've done. No, 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 no I don't why, think you are like, at all. And, and saying that it was so easy because I do know more than the average person about the process yeah, that this has happened. Yeah, and I ran and, it by you at every stage. What do you think? Right. right. Yeah. And so, and that's, you know, you just, you always hear of good ideas and you think, oh, fuck. Why didn't I think of that? Or why didn't somebody else? Poor old Jay, right? Yeah. Why are people continuously just building neighborhoods that look the exact same? And you talked about it with like commercial spaces. You go into one of these new neighborhoods, the commercial spaces all look the same. Yeah. All, and they're boring as hell. And the neighborhoods are all set up the same way. You got a huge condo building. Then you got multifamily. Like you got a a row of duplexes and then you've got smaller detached garage houses. And in the back, you got some double uh, attached garage housing. Yep. Right. It's the, it's, it's and a strip mall with same. six locations, a yeah. liquor store, a Max, or whatever. Yeah, and they're all the same businesses. Well, so. it, this gets back to like my sister did her did her degree in like city planning and architecture and that type of thing. And like you can ha- you can build any city you want. You just have to make directions that like this is how we want it to go. And hopefully, people look at Riverdale now and say like, well, shit, I should make one of these in Otwell, or I should go and knock one of these out in Westmount or something like that. I listened to some old podcasts back in the day about city planning and like just it dealt a lot with parks and uh, parking lots and just how much, like how much your average parking lot in the middle of a city is worth stuff like that. Uh, It kind of delved into, you know, in California, how they have a, um, a ceiling on, or like, like a golf course can only be taxed a certain amount underneath a certain uh, legislation that they had a long time ago. And now that it's changed in, the California, they are taxed on the percentage of your land value. Oh, fuck. Right. So um, a golf course, let's say the Beverly Hills Golf Club is worth like 90 million. They should be paying like, or 900 million. Sorry, yeah. they should be paying like $9 million in taxes yeah, yeah, every yeah. year. But because of the legislation that was passed for the tax act, I, you look at this, they pay like $200,000 a year. Oh, it's like old senators right. rigging so, it for their all, boys. Right? All, They're like, don't worry, Chester, we'll these, set that up for you. No all, big deal. All these people are like, why can't we have access to this private golf course when it's public? One of the first things that we had to do here was change the parking bylaws because you originally have to have one half parking stall for every seat of capacity. So dog patch, which has like 50 people capacity, it's very small. You'd (laughs) need a 25 
uh, lot. You parking. need to bulldoze those two Seriously. houses right there. Yeah. So when we bought this, the guy was like, I don't know why you're going to buy this. You don't have a parking lot for it. I'm like, you'll see. We're going to fight City Hall. And he's like, well, that's not going to work. I'm like, you'll see. You'll all see. You need to have somebody who is able, I think, to kind of read what you can get away with in this world. Like the amount of rules we had to break for Little Brick That right there probably would have stopped, you know, a lot of people in their tracks. Saying there's no parking? Just just that, that single hurdle you know, is enough to say to people, you know, this isn't, vi- is, if, if that's the first one, there's got to be many more to come. And I don't think this is right for us. Go do something easier. Little Brick know? had a structural engineer come and he's like, you'll never be able to make this into a restaurant. And I took him down the basement because I had like this weird old beam that was all split. Remember that? I remember that yep. I'm like, Charles, what do you make of this? You're like, this is a fucking disaster. That guy looked, <laughs> he's like, I'm not even going to say I was on site here. Like <laughs> yeah. this is a disaster. <laughs> and then you go down there and look now, we had a commercial grade renovation done and yep. there's coolers and all sorts of shit down there. Right. Yeah. I think that, you have to, if you want to make things that are different, it, it's a lot more work. Yeah. And you, like for us, this is pride of ownership. There's also the economics of this building. Like the rent at Dogfatch, if I told you, your eye'd fall out, right? But that's how much you would have to pay for a building like this to work, yeah. right? I think also like it, had we put this to the open market and had tenants come in downstairs, it's an entirely different building. Like this building will work if you want to design it and build it and fight City Hall and start your own bakery and start your own pub. Yeah. But I did. So did Jay. Now we're sitting in it. Yeah, now we're sitting in it. And your Amtrak's bored. Yeah. And your Amtrak's like, shit, I don't give a fuck about any of this nonsense. All I want to talk about. And we got hockey to talk about. Yeah, exactly. And you're right. And this is why. It's not a city planning podcast? I actually, no, I was actually (laughs) going to say, like, I really, I really wanted us on like our, one of our first shows here. I was thinking with all five of us, but today works fine to like sit down and go through exactly what you just went through for like 15 minutes. Oh, cool. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, all right. Like even hearing that, like the parking, like something that. 99% 99% of people who come into here to have a beer or get a cinnamon bun will think, like, they'll never think of that, right? They'll never be like, oh, man, I bet you there was so much red tape they had to cut through to, like, open this place up. They'll just be like, holy shit, this is awesome. Oh, the neighborhood doesn't enjoy us, to well, for that. the most part. But some people do, and those are the people I like, and the other people are wrong, so it doesn't matter what they think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I think, it, I, like I said, i just really impressed. I wish Jay was here for me to, uh, to you know, Tell him that too. Now when he give comes you guys back, both, we'll be like, like, oh, we're not talking. I already about gave you a big hug that. and said yeah. uh, how impressed I was. And now we give you know, Mr. J. Sorry, buddy. No praise for yeah, you. Yeah, no. Well, he's out of town where I should be, anyways. I should be at Top Golf right now with them in Nashville. But Smashing so it. Jay is on a birthday trip with a really good friend of ours, and they are going to the Monday Night Football game tonight, the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. Woo! Yes, and um, there was supposed to be eight of us that went on this trip. There ended up only being two that went. Ah, of course. Yeah, unfortunately, um, they are the two that have the most amount of freedom to work from a laptop, barring any type of catastrophe. The building's home. built, man. Jay can go to Nashville as exactly. long as this motherfucker doesn't burn down. Exactly. It's fine by me. And so, so we we had uh, our flights changed three times, and they became very expensive milk runs. The you know, the airline industry is a mess right now and flights are just getting changed without notice. And, you know, there was the whole, we could be stuck there. Uh, so I couldn't go. It yeah, sucks. Suck. So the guys that didn't go are watching, are getting together tonight at the uh, Windermere Brew House and we're going to watch oh, it nice. there. Yeah. And you're in Nashville, technically. Yeah, we're going to be in Nashville. Yeah, welcome to Nashville. Yeah, I would we're going to try and spend the money we would have spent on the Fantastic. plane tickets there tonight. Fantastic. <laughs> that could work. Yeah, that would be super Fantastic. hard. But no, it should be, you know, so anyways, I'll tell him later about, about just, yeah, that's... And ask him why he doesn't have any shit in his, his office. congratulations. Yeah, I don't I mean, which one is his? Farside Corner. Oh. He's on the Main Street, Main Avenue. Big dick swinging. No, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, we should get into it, man. We had a game <sighs> that we could talk about. We had two games, and I wasn't here Thursday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was doing man shit. Man 101 shit. <laughs> man work. 104 man shit. Man that was an work. introductory man work. That was one level up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't be here. I really wanted to be here Thursday. I was digging your hole. Was it good? Well, it wasn't a hole. Your M truck. It was a trench. Just difference. You know. <laughs> Sounds like a um, hole. Well, it wasn't a hole. I so. think your M truck's digging a hole. I mean, I don't know what constitutes a hole, but this was a trench um, for electrical and gas lines mm-hmm. from the services to the house. This is out in an acreage, so should have subbed it out, Charles. A, a lot little further uh, wouldn't for you. I have loved to sub it out. <laughs> I mean, mm. Yeah, I had a seven, trench dug here the other day. Didn't see me digging it. Seven trenches. Seven trench companies later, uh, two people bailing on the last minute, and um, yeah, that later I was I found myself at a rental place getting a backhoe because sometimes you got to just do what you got to do. This is where you're good though. You can step in and like sub out a lot of subs. You know, yes, um, because I've been around it so long. I, I have never actually operated 
like a mini excavator before. Wasn't there some sort of permit required? <laughs> they, they, this is how little of a permit was required. I rented it. I paid for it. I'm like, okay, so it's going to be on a trailer. You guys are just going to hook the trailer up to my truck? They're like, oh, yeah. I get out into the parking lot. Trailer's not hooked up to my truck. Mini backhoe is not on the trailer. And they're like, okay. I'm like, they're like, I, I'm, they want me to drive it onto the trailer. And I'm like, oh, they're testing me here. I get it, oh, right? Oh, like, I see. Right. Yeah. And I don't know how to work sure, it. Sure. I've never sat in one before. Where'd you go here? Trailer Depot? Where was this store? Uh, maybe we shouldn't say the name of the store. Oh. Okay. Let's not say the name Trailer of the store. Depot? Yeah, Trailer Depot? No. Trailer It's a fictional. No, it was a rental Emporium. place. And, right. and they, they sure. were great. They were great. Um, Good thinking here, M-Check. But mm -hmm. so, so I, I hooked the trailer up, done that a million times. Don't care. But now I'm driving this thing onto a hydraulic trailer. And the trailer is about three inches bigger, wider than the actual mini excavator. No room so, for error. Not a lot of room for error. I don't know how to use this thing, but I figure it out. I, you know, fake it till you make it. I get it up there. The guy, you know, we hook it up and I, and I start driving and it's, you know, I get it there and it was actually a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I was very nervous and trenching. The trench that I had to do was straight shots. So there was no like real curves or anything like that. It was just straight shots. There was about 450 feet of it. I had to go three feet down by 12 inches wide. And, uh, and it's just started digging. And honestly, within like two hours, those handles became like extensions of my own hands. Did you think during the job, I'm just going to do this for a living and fuck my other company? There was a point. I know you. There was a point <laughs> at about five hours after like into the, me doing it where I was like, my phone hasn't rang. Yeah. I'm Maybe so relaxed. Just do this. I'm just sitting in the sun. Yeah. I'm just digging the some best. dirt. And then I'd say the second day, because it took two full days, I'd say the second day with about three hours left, the anxiety of every bucket that was going in, I was over it. Like I was sick of it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. I just had gotten my fill of it. I was, I was done. You couldn't go pro at it. I could not go pro at that. No. I all, it, but you got it, it all it, done? It's all finished? I got it all done. I got it all finished right for the time. They came there and they laid all the stuff on Friday and then we backfilled it Friday afternoon and then, uh, yeah. Well, that's so, why I couldn't so go to Nashville. Project. Couldn't go to Nashville. Had to get the real shit done. Yeah, exactly. But that's also why I couldn't be here on Thursday, which is I was really hoping to do it, to break down the the Wednesday night uh, home opener. Yeah. And, uh, and then we got to see our team a second time against Calgary. And I don't know. Let's talk about the game. Beating on Calgary, there's nothing finer. No, it was great. I love it. My very first reaction to that game was Calgary got a lot tougher in the offseason. Oh, for sure. Shit. And I, after the first couple shifts, I, you know, you think basically right after um, Anderson went hard on Yamamoto there with the little yeah, headbutt yeah. and stuff, I was like, we can't play in the trenches with these guys. Like, it's not. And you know trenches. And I know trenches. Damn right you do. You just you dug know? one. And so... I was a little worried. I was like, man, they're, I hope when they're three most physical, toughest guys are tougher than our toughest guy. That's a little worrisome. Who's our toughest guy? Really? Nurse or Cassian? Well, and so that was an argument that I had with my friends. What do you guys think? I think that now Nurse is tougher than Cassian. Yeah, man. I and think answers the bell. I don't understand people shitting on Nurse. He's one of the few Oilers I can think of. Every single time he's on the ice, but he I will answer the bell right. 100% of the time. But I don't want him fighting. Well, he And I don't want Cassian fighting anymore either because every time he fights, he gets hurt. Well, then you can't have him on the team because that's what he's bringing to the table for the most part is that I energy. See, and I thought he was effective on Saturday. I thought Saturday he was effective also. Without having right. to drop the gloves. His whole, right. he's, he's just annoying and he's blowing kisses and he's mixing it up. That's exactly what I want. Right, but there's, there's a point in those games where it turns to when somebody does something like that to Yamamoto, we need somebody who can step in and stop yeah, no and, and, and like corral it, right? And Oh, you want to get Milan Lucic back? No. Because no. he never did that. No, no, no. He was supposed to. I don't know what the answer is. I'm just hoping that we... I mean, we still won the game. Mm -hmm. Handily. Handily. Yeah. They, they, they showed that they weren't going to be the initiators on that type of shit, right? Like when it happened, they were able to stick up for themselves a bit. But like that thing with Yamamoto, I was like, there's a precursor to our team getting taken advantage of physically in in games. Yep. And I didn't like it. I nope. was a little worried about it. See, and, and here's my take on that is the Flames can sit there and be the big bullies all they want or pretend to be. They're going to lose the hockey game because when the Oilers make it a track meet and make it about skill, they're going to wipe the floor with them. And that's what happened. The Flames did their little, you know, headbutting and felt like they got their shots in. That's good for them. But look at the Oilers goals, man. 
The power play picked apart the Flames. Pugliarvi's goal off the rush. He zipped past those defensemen like they look like one of us trying to skate backwards. Like, the Flames can sit there and be tough all they want. The Oilers' MO this year, like, they have the best forward group in the NHL, in my opinion. Their top nine is sick. This is a great conversation. I know. And it's that has been a real topic of conversation between a lot of people. What you said to John Scott. And then you, you know, doubling down and saying, uh, you know, I've had people legitimately texting me pictures of our top, our lineup from um, Daily Daily Faceoff and being like, this is what he thinks a top five forward group is. And I'm like... Yeah, I guess I guess that's what he thinks. Like, I don't have arguments for it either. This is about John Scott. No, this is oh, about your check, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I well, I just don't see what the argument against my point is. They were whatever sixth or seventh in goals for last year, and their forward group got better. And again, we've seen it through two games. Like, McDavid is still McDavid may have found another level over the offseason. Actually, like he might he might be a guy who scores fifty plus goals this year. Um, they they're better than they were last year. The one time I talk was amazing after the game. It was great. The post games with yeah. Leon and, and Jesse was amazing. This Oilers four group is so good that I think we just need to be like, you know, they're not going to win by being the tough in your face, run you through the end boards kind of team. They're going to win because they score five goals on you and you get don't get to score five goals on them. They have absolutely perfected. McDavid used to move around on the power play. Uh, on that wing a lot, mm-hmm. right? Like he'd move up and down. He'd be the one to draw people away, get open guys. He did it so efficiently and so perfect in that game that like, I think our power play has gone to a, another level. We're right? talking about like now, being the all-time best of the entire NHL. People are like, I don't know if this team's going to go anywhere. Oh, it was just, it was about? surgical. And one takeaway, I don't know if anybody noticed this, but, uh, and then a friend of mine brought it up the next day, but when he took that one-timer and broke his stick, the speed in which the trainer had a new oh, stick yeah. for him was unbelievable. Like a and then a friend of mine said that he was at the game and watches that the dude has his fingers yep. on the sticks. There's that video that came up from the Leafs game this yeah, past week as well. I was just well. going to pull that up. Um, here, I'll show you the, the one the equipment awesome That's like a pit crew. Like, yeah. he's got his... Oh, the trainer's fi- sitting on the... So the, the trainer is sitting there with his, his fingers oh, on the sticks Matthew of the people on the ice yeah. and just yeah. looking. And if one of them breaks it, Fuck. he has that thing ready. That's to incredible. Think that in like 1910, <laughs> the referees used to stand on the back of the nets and smoke while they were watching the game. Yeah. And in 2021, you're like, oh shit, there's a special guy on the bench who's just watching the game to give a guy a new $300 stick. Boom. That dude had that stick for Connor so fast. It blew my mind. It's <laughs> crazy, man. Their, their power play is unbelievable. Like I, I am, if I could bet on them having the best power play of all time this year, I would bet on it. Sick, well, how They're would that electric. be gauged? Percentage? Percentage wise. Percentage they wise. were close a couple of years ago. They have... Like, single season-wise, they have, I think, the fourth best power play of all time was a couple of years ago. What is the highest power play? It was the Habs back in... Um, 72 or something, 73. Yeah. Hey, see, yeah. I know shit. Yeah, you're Chuck. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah. yeah or something. Like, Anyways, I, I think I, it was like 29% or something in 1972. I really uh, enjoyed that game. I really enjoyed watching Mike Smith kind of kind of pick up right where he left off. Yeah. You know? he's, um, he's playing unbelievable. He's looking great. You're, yeah. you're, he was talking about... Kids wanting to grow up to be like so Zach Hyman. Hyman. So what he said in his quote was basically, "I told my oldest son to watch Zach Hyman play because he's. I think it was more like an all around. Yeah, you won't be his, Connor, but you can be like Zach. Yeah, his all around game, and and he's a welcome. Uh, yep. Like just watching him, he's all over the his place. In, his interview was fabulous. Um, the power play percentage thing quickly. The Habs in seventy seven seventy eight were thirty one point nine percent. That year, the Islanders are second. Then it's the 78-79 Islanders. And then the fourth best power play of all time was uh, the 2019-2020 Oilers. And, wow. And this year... Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. This year, they're 50%. They're four 50%? For, four or three for six. Shit. <laughs> on pace for 50%. Yeah. I hate those on pace. Um, but yeah, Zach Hyman, too. Like, he's fitting in. He's like, fits like a glove here, man. Like, he's... He's you so are, polished in his interviews. I was just swooning so heavily after the game. Like, yeah. He just knows every single button to push. This team is just, there's a different feel right now. It's so likable. Pooley RV. I mean, uh, there's people at my house watching the game. Like oh, your family members? That. Yeah, is that what family you call members, them? People yeah. at my house? People That's at what you refer to the other Chalmers members? Of the no, family? we had we, we sat in the backyard and we had... There's tenants in my house. Our Those are your children. Up. Yes. <laughs> and people that don't really care about those just love Your projector in your backyard? 
I I bought one. I've t- I talked about it on here that I bought an outdoor projector. Oh shit! I move it in and out. It doesn't oh. stay out there. It's like a it's like a, a a sheet type of screen that you just put up and and so we watched the hockey because I figured it would be the last real nice Saturday night. True. To watch it, so we watched it in the backyard and yeah, like people love Puliarvi even if they don't know much about the Oilers just because of his the Bison King. Yeah, his you know cute face. I guess they call it. They love it. They, they love him. They but, love him. But yeah, like this Oilers team, it's it's a lot of fun. There's, I don't. There's something feels like there's a little bit of a different sort of magic on right now. Like the way McDavid's getting fired up after everything. Oh yeah. After the wins, after his goals, the way they're having fun in the post game press conferences, like there just seems to be like a different sort of vibe, a different aura around this group. David Amber called Zach Hyman one of the great people in the history of the NHL to start his interview. Like, huh? <laughs> what? Where, how do you get that? Like. Because he was a leaf. Because he's super positive and he's super, like, he's just a really, really, really good influence, apparently. What was the vibe like on the uh, post-game Instagram live beatcast? Everybody was excited, man. Like, when you win, first of all, games against Calgary over the last couple of years have been must-see TV just in general. They're feisty. The people are, the boys are angry. Plus, first time in... 19 months with a crowd in so the vibe was good and then obviously beating the tar off the the flames 5-2 connor hattrick gets everybody going you know people were excited people were happy we were talking betting people were putting some money down on the game people were at the game people were excited so we the vibes are good you got go ahead the last battle of alberta game at home with fans was when we wore our turtle costumes yeah that was like 10 (laughs) years ago it seems like so long ago oh my god Uh, two things is connor mcdavid goal um, odds right now. You got to get in while they're hot because they're not going to be plus for much longer. I and understand. What does that mean? So they're plus odds right now. For him to score a goal on Saturday night's game, it was plus 105, meaning you put down $10, you win like $10.50. It's oh. not a big thing. Yeah. It's it, But it's plus, yeah. right? Meaning it's not the favorite. And I don't see how they're not going to be Does that like happened that it's a negative number for a guy to score. Is that, happening? it was at the end of the for year. Connor, last year it's for, ridiculous now. So like I was, yeah, I was yeah. putting bets in on Saturday, Connor McDavid to get over one and a half points at minus odds. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like that's, that's crazy Fucked. for a guy to get points yeah. in a game and multiple, like that Multiples. means multiple points. They're huge favorites tomorrow night against the ducks. Eh? So that's fun. I'm, I've been waiting, like, the first two games of the season against two teams that we played all last year in the North Division. I saw Vancouver, I think, playing Anaheim, and I just was, like, immediately craving a game for the Oilers to a play new team. against a, a new, new team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just a new team. So this is going to... I know at Anaheim, we've played them a bunch, but their team has changed. Yeah. I, you know, this is how I get to know more of the NHL and the, the you know, the bit players, I would say, on te- on teams... Yeah, is when we play them. I love the idea of an all Canadian division when it started, but by the end of the season, it was boring. Well, but in a normal year, <laughs> yeah. if that was your division, you would still play outside. Of yeah, yeah, exactly. I still I, wish it was a Canadian division. I don't take the trade off of the fact that you get these rivalries that the games are so much better because of the rivalry. That that trade off is that you don't get to see other teams. I would choose the other teams. Me you too. get like rivalries last, with other teams. Yeah, last season they played ten games against the Flames, and I'm thinking, all right, by night ten we're gonna have stabbings on the ice. Is yeah. what I was expecting, and then by the end of the year I was like, oh fuck, I just really like them to play yeah. somebody else. Who are the Oilers' main rivals? Do you think Calgary? Well, Calgary. You think, but they, are they really in a similar trajectory for the year though? Oh, you're talking about like like it, who's standing in their way of going? Like on who would run? you look at in the HL right now and be like, that's the Oilers' rival? They got a defeat. See, and that's the thing is I don't, I don't study other games. Like I don't get to sit there and watch these. Other games. So in order for me, I'll see who's in the standings. You'll know who is good. But to really get a sense of them is when we play them. True. Or they have like yeah. a Saturday game against like the Leafs or something where you're watching the first half of the doubleheader on uh, Hockey Night in Canada and you get to see like, let's say a Pittsburgh play Toronto or something, yeah. right? That's when you get to see them. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I couldn't even answer that question to be honest. I don't, like, I don't like Calgary, but I don't view them as being our peer. Little bitches. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, in terms of, like, hate level, the Flames are the biggest rival. Sure. In terms of, like, who they need to beat this year, it's Vegas. Because outside of Vegas, there's not really anyone in this division that's even close to the Oilers level, in my opinion. Do we know how long we have to wait to play a team like Vegas? Friday. Play Vegas Friday. Fuck. Shout out to the Oily Boys that's intermission fun. show. That'll be our first show of the year. Oily Boys. We're only coming out for marquee games. Really? Oh, yeah. Last who? year in the playoffs, we did an intermission show, the Oily Boys, and it was... For all the people that don't know, very who, well who, who's received. on that one? Me. <laughs> okay. And Coombs. Coombsy. Coombsy. And then we had Josh T. Park, but he has since departed for greener yes. pastures. Yep. Well wishing. Yep. So now we have Waz. Waz is in. But nice. our show's pretty wacky. It trended most times. There's a lot of whack. 
a lot of whack. That's secret, not a good thing. No, no, we have a secret club. We hold up words to the camera. And so one was Yakupov in the first intermission and then Contract. And both Yakupov and Contract were trending in Edmonton because so many people want to play the game. It's fun. <laughs> so you get words to trend by just putting them up to yeah. the masses? Yeah. We say everybody tweet Yakupov and then tweet Contract. And everybody's like, why is everybody tweeting Yakupov and Contract? Like, because they're listening to the Oily Boys. What's that? It sounds stupid. It is. It's what we do. First one's it's on another Friday. another flavor of content. First one's on Friday. That's all you need. Uh, the Oilers also get the Ducks tomorrow, and the Ducks play the Flames tonight, I think. So, oh, Edmonton. wow. Wait, ready to hear who's likely going to be the starter for uh, the Anaheim Ducks? Oilers legend Anthony Stolarz. What the no hell? Way. Did every other goalie in Anaheim injure himself? No, that is who they decided to make their backup over the offseason. Who's their starter? John Gibson. He's really good. Where's John? So, I got a question. If you were Anaheim, and you know that you have a better chance of beating Calgary than you have of beating Edmonton. Why wouldn't you play St- Stolarz against... Take take the easy win. Put Gibson in against the Flames because okay. you need to win at least one. You really want to win one of the two games. Just take the guaranteed win. Start Gibson against the Flames. All right. I, I mean, like I, this. I get Strategy. that. Strategy. I get that, but I guess the risk taker in me would say... Well, let's go for the two wins. I guess my question is, you sound like you love the Ducks a lot, your M-Track. I guess, <laughs> yeah. where did you go wrong in life that you know so much about their strategy? I didn't even realize that I was looking forward to watching the Oilers play the Ducks, but now I am. Different team. Different team. Do we get to team. shell Anthony yeah. Stolarz back into the Stone Age? Yes. I hope so. Also, because like you're not playing every second night like you were last year. Like Last year was like 56 yeah, games, yeah, yeah, yeah. it felt like in you know, 80 It's a casual nights. week. Yeah. So... D- like Three that, games this week, is it? I like that, though. You almost get more amped up for game night. Because you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. You only get one of these, like, every three nights, baby. So and two games next week. So, yeah, lighter schedule for sure. Are we in Vegas on Friday? Yes. Uh, yes. Get Anaheim's here? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, so usually we Vegas, play all those. We're Vegas, Arizona, back-to-back. Anaheim tomorrow, Chalmers, but that's here in Edmonton. And yep. then Arizona, Vegas, Thursday, Friday. And oh, yes. nothing this until is, next Wednesday. This is usually the games that my parents like to do the road trip. Oh, yeah. They go to the Oilers game in Phoenix, and then they go to the one in Vegas. That's the best. We were trying to make a nation vacation for this trip on on Friday, so it's a little bit sad. It would have been great. That is a little bit sad. Just a little bit. They're coming back. Vegas uh, Vacations are coming back. Yeah, Vegas will be They're trending. I'm buying stock in vacations. Oh, nice. Good idea. (laughs) Nice. Condom sales are through the roof. (laughs) Yes. Don't worry about why, Ramchek. All right. Well, from Can that, you get that I, on the new mic, I, I awkwardly transition into telling the listeners about Twig and Berries. People like having sex on vacation. Twigandberries.ca, where you can save 15% with the promo code NATION15. You already know it, though. At this point, you've heard me say that promo code probably close to 100 times. NATION15, they're still having their end of summer sale because summer's not over yet. Twigandberries.ca. Summer isn't over yet. You like how I just kept plowing? Yeah, through I'm just glad through Bag Milk's laugh. It's tough. It makes me laugh. It's like if me and Bag Milk were doing a movie together <laughs> and laughing. he started laughing, I'd break instantly. I can't take Cut. it. It gets picked up real nice on the new mics too. Well, sure, MV sevens. Yeah, these are you. these things are amazing. Three hundred and fifty dollars, I was told, and twenty dollars for the stand, and we don't yeah. have enough stands because we ran out of money. I'm literally holding mine. It screws into a base, yeah. and they don't have the base. COVID. So I say, how did you guys pull this off? But to be honest with you, there's we didn't a lot of little missing pieces. <laughs> we didn't pull it off at all. <laughs> to be fair, I was the one in charge of the podcast studio. So, oh, okay. so we didn't pull it off because your M didn't pull it off. Yeah, oh, You've done a great job in here. Yeah. I want to build a cool design on this wall with like old Oilers stuff hanging on Wall it. behind oh. us. Yeah. So just the green screen can be draped over it if yep. you don't want Oilers content. Yep. And then when yep. you do, yep. you just peel the green screen back. But that's probably a Can you get thing. wallpaper made? Like, could oh, you yeah. get custom wallpaper? For sure. You should get like bookcases, like bookcases, but with like weird. Actually, are you talking about just like what is child thing? Like a back, like a backdrop for like when I mean, look, you guys, like you and Caroline and stuff, you guys are doing more things on a daily basis that might not have to deal with totally just nation content, Mm -hmm. but yet that somehow ties into like daily face off. But to have like a backdrop that you could always have with it. I think Chalmers wants to think from like school pictures when you were a little kid. Like yeah, the one with the lasers. lasers. Down the, the lasers, lasers. That's if you want to get real. a green screen because we could put any of that. If you want to get wacky. You can make it look like old Rexall place back here. But is That's it like, is it like a zoom background? No, it's Like where legit. they look like shit. Have you watched Caroline and I's show? I have. Uh, <clears throat> the one from old Rexall <clears throat> place? The one that didn't work? No. Oh. Your show didn't work? We had one day with technical difficulties. Oh, for fuck's sake. You just actually haven't watched it. Yeah, I know. Sorry. But yeah, Charles. Charles doesn't even come to his own digging show. Trenches, you think he has time to man. watch your show? Where is uh, where is you'll get Wi Fi in a trench? If I'm not digging, yeah. Oh, look at this! The like giant the, pregame show that looks pretty good. Like the oh, background. see that looks way better. Yeah, it doesn't look like it used to back there. You could just tell. 
No, that looks good. Yeah, My favorite one was when he was doing the points bet betting minute and he was wearing a DFO hoodie, a daily face off hoodie, and yeah. it caused pixelation on the green screen and Tyler was rattled. So he's trying to record take two, but I'm sitting beside him in the chair Wanye's in and I just kept taking photos of him from like right in his face because I was just off camera and it was fucking But rattled. that is the type of attention to detail that you kind of need, you know? Your M-Check's got attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Well, he ended up putting up the shitty video anyway. You don't Sometimes look like you're you having fun maybe. in it, your Amtrak. I will admit, you what? don't look like it's fun quite yet doing the show. You look like you're very stern and like everyone's in big trouble. And you're you got to have an air of business mode, business time, right? That's why you he's the pro. Yeah. He's our hero. Yeah. Not me. I actually think that he's laid back. A l- when I came in here, he was just max and relaxing on the couch and wanted to talk te- teaser bets. Yep. yep. That is the type of guy that is relaxed, but when he comes into the studio, it's business time. Because there's fair. no game tonight. There's no Oilers game. He's got his Bills jersey on. He's ready mm-hmm. for Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy doing the show? Is it fun? This show? Yes. No, no, the other one. The Carolina, oh, the, the good one. one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, okay. The good uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> one doesn't one. matter if you like it or not. You're doing Hold it. Hold on. Are you yeah. telling me that I'm now going to drive down to the middle of the River Valley to do the bad one? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Twice a week? Yes. We get better <laughs> oh, people to work on sake. stuff than we are, and we can't be fired. That's the business model. Well, maybe we now really need to get our segment game going. Look, we're not all in trucks anymore. Yeah, you got to keep it 100 right now. Do you want me to keep it 100 right now? Awkward awkward interactions with the public. Yeah. Uh, Did I have. You should think up COVID making it tough for awkward interactions. And then never do it again. That's the. That's kind of how it goes in the first place. Like, how how many messages we got on the old answering machine? Oh, hundreds. Thousands. Fire that up again, eh? (laughs) (laughs) The answering machine. But yeah, here's the thing, though, is that that we did, like, some of the segments, we were like, oh, you stopped doing them, but, like, listener profiles. We got, like, six months of good shit out of listener profiles. That's true. And, like, the answering machine, we got, like, that got us through three weeks of, like, really dry. Three whole weeks. That's fair. But, like, is there... This is episode 300. Is there... Are you just not checking them? There's potentially user voicemails in there. There might be, yeah. I haven't checked them in a while. And what about like she's gonna be like? What hey, was the other uh, one you just said that we did? Oh, user profiles. Where do those go? Well, we just we did a bunch of them, and they eventually, like we, we ran out through, of listeners. Right? We only have a handful of <laughs> listeners. Calls. Yeah, talks. I guess most of them are me. Um, I think Jay. Jay just sent us a nice selfie of him in front of Top Golf into oh, the group text. Yeah, he's yeah, wearing really having... outrageous pants. Also, I want yeah, to say they're Zubaz pants. pants. That's those are the oh, those are the pants that we bought when we went to Buffalo. Zubaz pants. So Zubaz pants. Yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. jammer pants. Damn right. You know, remember back in the day at the mall. I Heck remember yeah. there was a Zubaz store. Yeah, I think it was called Zazu. Zazu. Yeah. You're right. And you used to be able to get any type of any hammer type pants. Of hammer pants. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, so they're we, back. Yeah. Well, they're not back. <laughs> they, they never just, left. <laughs> they just sell them for every football team, and you can get them easily, and they get delivered very quickly. Mm. And so, and they're comfortable as all hell. Yeah. The problem with them is you can't use the pockets at a football game. Because they'll flink out. Everything will Everything flink right out. Everything will fall right out of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. But they are very comfortable, not very what warm. What you do is you throw a fanny pack on. So we're, yes. And, and they're, so they're going your... to a Tennessee Titans game in all Buffalo Bills gear. So I'm wondering if they might headline fighting in the crowd <laughs> fighting. on. Yeah. Did you see the one from the hockey game? I, I did. I, I sent it okay. to you also. So, yes. So let's break that down. A lot of people sent it to me and it was yeah. awesome. And and so oh, the, the fact that I know it's reset. No, that is it's resonating with people. That's we're connecting over this now. Yeah. As much as I hate it, it's helping me it. connect with people. People are, you know, we were talking about it, but the initial video that came out looked like this Nashville fan just fed it to this. That one guy came in so Seattle late, Seattle game, shotting everybody. Right. So from that one angle, it looks like this Nashville guy's just having his way with this Kraken fan. But then you see the above video, like the above um, uh, vantage point. There's a lot that happens before that. The Kraken guy gets a couple, like gets him down and some good ones into him, and then. The Kraken guy kind of gets pulled forward. But then, I don't know where this other guy comes from. He comes from way up in the left top He's of the like screen. He's like the jacked up guy, right? Comes yeah, and he comes him. in and he clocks yeah. Nashville Predator Who guy. Who are you to get in this so hard. fuck face? And then, as he's just, he's he's waiting, eh? You see them with cock fist waiting for his second shot, and he gets another clean one. Did anybody punch him back? No, that guy kicked, That guy got out scot-free. He landed two <sighs> punches. They were devastating. Devastating, man. Unfair. Yeah, yeah it was unfair. Sucker I mean, but punches. that's, like, there's a faction of people in this world that will see a fight at a hockey game and be like, I don't know any of those guys, but I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> and so those, you got to be worried about those guys. The third man in the guys. The third man in guys. So I really hope that these guys I, can keep it together. I'm sizing this fight tonight. up. I don't know who did was, what. I'm in. They were swinging from the shoelaces. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Too. 
I love because I still don't view Kraken fans as real yet. They just seem kind of comical to me. They're like, oh, I, I'm a Seattle Kraken fan. The Day guy one, a week who, ago, that guy going home in or going back to his hotel if he's from Seattle and he's in Nashville for the game in his Yanni Gord Kraken jersey, covered in being, his own blood, covered in his own <laughs> blood, rules. being like, what a game, go Kraken, go Kraken. He's probably a super fan for life now. The that Kraken won four three. Damn right they did. That image is just hilarious to me. Like maybe he Yanni gets back Gordy. to the hotel and like his wife didn't come with him to the game. She's like, sweetie, how's the game? Yelsey. Takes off the Gord jersey, puts it back in the his suitcase, face is like fully Ooh. rearranged. Yeah, Ooh. I look wow. great. I love hockey. <laughs> Traveling fans are back though. Did you see the flight? From Buffalo to ne- uh, Tennessee. Yeah, and it was just filled with Bills fans. Full of Fuck Buffalo yeah. Bills fans, all dressed up, all ready. That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So are we predicting then Monday night football fights on? I think so. Oh, there'll be a fight tonight. There'll be a fight somewhere. There'll be a fight in the crowd tonight. And we need our correspondent at the game, Jay Downton, to film one for yeah, us. Can you imagine win the we fight got, or film we, the fight? If the Wait, real life account Our fire. guys, our guys were there. They saw the Nashville guys. They saw, they from a, a section over, they saw that fight. Really? Yeah, they saw the whole thing, and they saw the guys getting taken out. They didn't see, like... They went to the Nashville-Vegas game? I could have sworn yeah. they said that was just over from our section. I don't know. I, I'm not reading the should messages call, from them right now. Jay? Because, yeah, sure. Because I'm jealous. Yeah, no, it's So fair. I'm you doing FOMO. an avoidance tactic. FOMO. Of course, yep. of course. Yeah. Um, before we call Jay, we should give some love to... Uh, to our friends at DoorDash, where you can use the promo code Real Life Pod, first time users, twenty five percent off and no delivery fees. Um, you want to call Jay and patch him through on the roadcaster? That's what I'm going to try to. Do here. Oh wow! Drunk walking down the street, I love it. Mm, this is my favorite what? kind of Jay. Jay, it's he her. is a rambling fool <laughs> when he is drunk, <laughs> and I love it. Well, so let's get him. I find it interesting too. Like if you've never experienced Trip Jay, mm-hmm. Business Jay and Trip Jay are not the same person. Oh my mm-hmm. God, no! Two totally different people. One's fun. The other, <laughs> the other one is business. The other one's, uh, good yeah, at the business. We'll have to upgrade busy. him from doing business to now good at business. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Forgot wow. there's no there's no phone service down oh, here. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can't make phone calls. We um, didn't pull it off. So I got to. No, no, we, we <laughs> hey, can. That's not something you don't need that's... phone and internet service to run a phone and internet based company. FaceTime. There we go. Oh. What's that to FaceTime? Uh oh. Can I like tilt it? Hold no. on. There's no cords coming out of your phone. How can I hear him in my earphones? Magic. magic. That's the magic it's of the connected to it by a Bluetooth. Yep. This is why you got to get the roadcast. This is impressive. If he doesn't answer. This is yeah, the this biggest is... letdown of the trip. Especially yep. after he just texted us a picture. He of literally just pants. texted you. Yeah, I know. I kind of thought that was like his subtle message. Like, hey, I want to I want to hop in on this. He but... said he wanted to hop in on yeah. our group chat. I don't think we're I guess we're not going to get him. Well, yeah. you know what? He's probably enjoying another chicken sandwich. Probably. Goof. Can you hit that one button with the dreamy noise instead? Now I don't remember. Our dream for the game. What, what, what do <laughs> we dream could happen? What do we want to happen? See, maybe our I segments don't. That's what I want to happen. That's my fight? dream, Tyler. Yeah, at the game. You want to fight? I want Jay to film a fight at the Bills yeah, game. Today. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That's what I want. I want the real life Twitter account or Instagram account to, to blow up on TMZ sports because we have a firsthand look at a fight in the stands. You know who oh, you yeah. don't want to come out to this party is fighting Jay. Because yeah. that guy would kill somebody at the game. The three guys that are going to the game are three of the biggest, strongest people <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't want to fuck with those three. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope they don't get in a fight for no. the other guys. No, no, sake. I want filming. I want filming the fight. I see. Yeah. So what else? <laughs> <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? What else do you want to talk so, about, your Remchuk? What else? Mesmerized well, by his mic? I would like to talk about the Oilers game further because it was quite okay, outstanding. Yeah, I think that when you look at the Oilers this year and you look at just the positivity in the dressing room, I think everyone's yeah. going to have a rising tide of success. I think there aren't any bad vibes around anymore. But hey, there are, though. There's just I was talking about it with Tyler. The bad vibes that I want to address is the people that just can't have any fun no matter what's going on. on the oh, team. Who, who are they? Just there like, are people on Twitter today who are like, Holy shit, Tippett's an idiot for not playing McLeod over Shore. And oh, it's like, boy, oh, boy. That's, and that's what I mean. Like, man... The Battle of Alberta on Saturday night was a great time. Great game. Connor scored a hat trick. McNana was happy. Everybody's chucking him. For me to need everybody on Twitter to enjoy themselves before I enjoy myself, though, that is not a requisite. I don't get it. If you find if you find something to bitch about, you're either Devin Shore's brother or Corey Shore. You are yeah. just the True. most unhappy person Shore. in the world. Yeah, Devin and Kevin. Like you're the, you're Shore. the person that gets yep. into into arguments at the grocery store. 
And then there's people who are mad that Mike Smith's starting again. You're going to Smith again? Three straight games? Koskinen's just sitting there? Okay, well, they it's back, just like, what are you sitting there resting his glove hand? They're, they have back-to-backs later this week. Like, if you start Koskinen tonight, then you also have to start him on, like, Thursday or Friday. Why are we not being happy that we have a bona fide number one and that we have a guy that we can start? Yeah, also and Mike that they're starting 2-0, and o, you know, <laughs> yeah. against two the divisional rivals. will have rivals. the cup above their head. They'll be someone like, yeah, but they're not going to repeat, that's for sure. Yeah, but they didn't even shine it. Yeah, they didn't even get Benson into the game. That guy with the white gloves has been touching it too much this whole time. Sorry, I accidentally turned That's okay. One takeaway from the game. Yeah. Perlini. He's big. Oh, he big. He's big. He's like big I said, I, had never, I didn't watch any exhibition no, games. But great. what you need to see, Chalmers, is Wanya interacting with Mama Perlini on Twitter. Uh, oh, you on Twitter. This is your go-to, eh? Oh, I love her. If she's you want to get to the players you love, you just you go, go for Mama, Mama Bear first. You got to yeah. go talk to Mom, yep. and then you get her seal of approval. She's jacked up. She can't believe how engaged Oilers fans are on Twitter. She's having a great time. That's awesome. Well, like, I mean, I, I hadn't obviously seen um, Derek Ryan all that much. Former U of A Golden Bear. Yeah. Don't, Former Calgary Flam. You know, don't. <laughs> that guy was awesome. He's fun. So, so when, the Oilers, goal. when the Oilers signed him, I asked Ryan Pike from Flames Nation, I'm like, what kind of player is he? And he's just like, you know what? You guys are going to get 10 to 12 minutes of calm, non-event hockey per night. I was like, that's great. Yeah. And he goes and scores a big goal against the Flames. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Yeah. Derek Ryan hates Flames. Confirmed. I broke the mic. They down. really went down to three lines, hey, for that game, though. Yes, they the did. oil. Yeah, yeah, they, they really, that, really did. that fourth line. I don't think if you, I don't think they got a minute worth of ice time in the third period. Why would that be when you're winning? I don't know. Tippett likes to go with just the shutting it down when he's when well. And winning. that's the thing is the, the first two lines were playing really well. Tippett yeah, actually thought the third line was too. He doesn't yeah, run yeah. the McBlender either. He sends to keep lines together before people be all worked up about lines like i'm gonna last for three seconds the fuck do you care you know i guess a a fourth line is really there to provide a spark when a spark is needed or just a breath and i guess yeah or a breath if guys are getting winded and i guess if it's not needed then they sit not used especially when it's a, a tight game like that like i'm kind of a fan of giving everybody a shift early on like make sure everyone's into the game at least but as you get towards the end of the game like you need to prioritize winning, not making sure, like, you know, Shore or McLeod or whoever the fuck is playing on that fourth line. Like, oh, no, we got to get them an extra 90 seconds of ice time tonight. Like, no, you need to win, so just do whatever it takes to win. Like, Staple those butts to the benches, boys. That's what I'd say if I was coach. You know what? Just enjoy the game. Enjoy watching Connor do his thing. Enjoy making fourth six line. figures for doing basically nothing for Talk the next yeah. 24 hours. Seven figures, even. Seven for some of them. Mm. Remember when Jay said, hey, I'll hop on the pod for a little bit? He's drunk. Yeah, he just texted me and said, you rang, question mark? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, you just sent us a text message three seconds yeah. ago. He's been in Nashville for like three days now. He's probably forgotten that the time is different. Yeah. Hey, we all voting today? Of course. Okay. have to. For the new flavor of Dorito at Dorito.net? Yeah, I'll be voting Delicious. for the new mayor of St. Albert because that's where I live. Yeah, true. This daylight savings question. How is this even a, something we're allowed what to vote on? What are we doing on? as It'll a society? It'll up our sports schedule. How yeah. are we yeah. allowed to decide what time games. it is? It Kay. doesn't make so sense. So we all are in agreement that we can't have pitch black at 10 a.m. And the repercussions that will come if we do not stick to what we've been doing. I don't want 9.30 Oilers games. No, me neither. That's insane. And here, the way they worded the question was, do you want daylight savings time? So that means if I say yes, I want to stay the way it is. Do no, that's the thing. It's the question is worded in a way where it's like, do you want straight daylight savings time? Meaning we just live like this all the time. Oh. Or we go back to I want spring what's ahead, the other fall one back. Is it that big of a standard deal? time? Yeah. And just have that. Okay, I want the one where it changes so there's more that's, time in the spring. That is So how do I vote? No, oh, you fuck. don't want straight daylight savings time. I know the com- the question is so confusing. I had to like break it down, and I'm like, people are not going to understand, and they think because the way that I thought was like, no, because I do want daylight savings, but in their interpretation of the question, and it says, do you not not want exactly daylight savings? I don't know, man. If it all changes because they worded the question so poorly, I'm going to be so fucking I'm going to be pissed too, especially if there's like a Wednesday game where the Oilers are playing at 9.30. It's annoying. How is it even up for debate? Like gravity has a certain speed, meters per second. I can't vote it to a different number. I also don't understand why this upsets people so much. Oh, look, we got him. Shifting one hour back. We got him. Can he hear us? Yeah, Jay, Jay, you're, you're, you're live now, Jay. 
How are we doing, everyone? Oh, boy. Look who's here. Day three, yeah, Nashville. The Bridgestone Arena. Oh, hey, dear. I'll jump on the I'll jump on the, the Zoom, but I won't take earphones with me just in case. So I'm going to put the phone up to my ear. Well, so I'm, wear, I'm wearing these pants. Oh, we saw them. Zubaz I'm pants. I'm wearing these pants, and the pocket game is horrific on them, so <laughs> I didn't bring them because I knew I was going to lose them. You know what's funny? We actually broke down the pocket game in a pair of Zubaz pants about 10 minutes ago <laughs> because I told them that those were the pants that we all wore to the Buffalo Bills games, but the only problem with them is their pocket game is horrible. Oh, yeah, the yeah, the, the the pocket square footage is not enough to to allow one to party and bring any type of wallet or phone with them. Can you rock fanny pack? That's so this morning I'm like, fuck, I need a fanny pack, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go hunting for one. So, I've got my Bill starter jacket on right now, which has got the inside jacket that's getting worked overtime. But the thing with the inside pocket is that my phone is too tall for for it to be able to close it. So once again it's another risk. Do you remember that when we were going to Buffalo, you were actually in the market for a Buffalo Bills fanny pack slash hand warmer that could have fit all this of stuff course. in it, but you couldn't get it. There was some problem with that. Those hand warmers are game changers. I got my Cleveland Browns one, which is great. The doubles of the fanny pack. Yeah, yeah. How was Top Golf? Oh, Top Golf was good. I was horrific for some reason. I've been juggling. I've had to work today, which has been annoying. So I've been in and out of phone calls and then. Swing in the golf club. I must have had about 14 shanks. It was embarrassing, but whatever. Nah, you're not there for the golf. You're there for the party. Let's be honest. Well, that's the thing. We just kind of wanted to ease our way in, but I'll tell you one thing. Bill's Mafia has come to Nashville. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> it, I, I bet you it'll be 50-50 Bill's to uh, Titans fans. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. What's the prediction on the beers per quarter, Jay? BPQ. Oh, beers per quarter, yeah. This is uh, fun days coming, so beers per quarter, we're probably going to operate at a three to four pace. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you think there's a chance. You, you think you're putting back 12 to 16 beers I know that he will. I know that he will. That's not even a question. Yeah, I think I think, I think. think in terms of overall volume, because I'm going to get the big beers. Mm-hmm. So one of those is like one and a half normal beers. So I'm probably, I'm probably definitely a three. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going big tonight. I guarantee you'll have all two, my energy for. You'll have two of those big super cans, which is one and a half. So you'll be, it'll be like four cans. Yeah, you'll have a twelve pack in you by the end of the game. And yeah, if you, if you, so. it's going to be hard not to. You got to get lost in this moment. This is what I've. This is what I've been training for my whole life. This Jay, speaking about playoffs. getting lost in the moment, also I'm putting in a request that if there's a fan fight tonight at Monday Night Football, that we are the ones that capture it and have our account go on TMZ Sports. I, I will try. I will try to be our uh, uh, Nashville bureau chief and uh, be your eyes inside the building for that. Okay, so that leads into our last question. Well, maybe not last one, but we were you at the Kraken Predators game? Yes. Did that fight happen close to you? Uh, it was directly across, uh, like we were, we were directly across from it. So we could see the kerfuffle. I couldn't see like in detail. I could just see the scrum. And then I saw like the security come and clear everyone out. Like I didn't get to see like, it, it was too far for me to like see it in detail. Like, it wasn't the video, but I could see what was happening. Okay. Well, do I also your- live bet. I was watching, I was watching the game and I could see the cracking were out playing the Preds and they were down one, nothing live bet them, hit them at plus one ninety. Thank you very much. Nice. Well done. You got money on the bills tonight? Yeah, well, I, I think you just have to. It's customary. Yeah. What, they're minus six, so what are they paying? Like minus 200? I'm just going to do it to do it, just so I can, you know, I'm, I'm fully posed out right now as a uh, as a Bills fan, so I, I got to lay some money down on them. Safe travels, Jay. Thanks for coming on the pod. Hey, don't get in one of those fights. Don't nope. be the star of the video. Don't be a hero. No, 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 no. I'm always the videographer. You save That's your crowd fights for Oilers games. Yes, exactly. Have fun, big man. All right. See you, boys. Have a good show. Well, we have had a good show, Jay, because we've been recording for a long time. (laughs) Nice touch. It's Um, nice to get a little check-in. Check-in. Check-in from on the road. Check-in. He asked me when he texted me, he goes, you guys are still recording? And he definitely forgot about the time change. Forgot the time change. What time is it there? Maybe he already voted and we don't do that anymore. Sorry. We started at 1 o'clock here, so it would have been starting at at 3 o'clock there. So whatever time it is now, it's 4.15 there right now. Oh, then you know what? I'm surprised he is not three sheets to the wind at 4:15. He wasn't. He's minding the pitch count today, as far as I see. Well, that work probably when you coming. Plan on having a 16 beer game later that <laughs> night. You should tone it down. <laughs> that is an aggressive big beers too. I don't know if he was total. calculating back like a tall beers, one and a half tiny beers. Yes, so he was. No, 16 he was. Beers he, so, no. would be only 12 tallies or whatever. 
Yeah. No, no. He's not having 12 tallies. He's having two per quarter. He's having what would amount to eight tallies. He's having right. 12 Over the total sure. small cans. Sure. Beers. Okay. Yeah, beers. Because, mm. I, like, you just double fist on the way to the to your seat. Yeah. And for that quarter, you drink them. And then... <laughs> That's not that not crazy. That crazy. See, no. and, and my calculation of beers per quarter or beers per period is always just standard whatever they come in at the stadium. Well, and remember, these aren't, like... Heroin beers from Rexall. These yeah. are these are these are Bud, Bud Lights yeah. or Michelob Ultras. Do you like, want to know my entire claim to fame in life here, Amtrak? The mm. only thing I've ever done that I'm proud of. I'm going to hear it anyways. Game, so absolutely, mm, right you right might as well here. be into it. Or you'll say yep. it twice. Yeah. Why Game six oh six Cup Finals. They had a beer garden prior to. I drank sixteen beers, one for every win to win the cup, <laughs> and I was <laughs> out of my mind by the end of the game, <laughs> and so happy that I got an underage kid into the busiest bar in town. My cousin. Allegedly. Allegedly. Statue of limitations has run out. That was 11 years ago, and the bar doesn't even exist. There you go. Fair enough. True. Allegedly. So anyways, we'll never 16, partner with ADLC. 16 <laughs> beers at oh, an Oilers game. Here I'm check. And I had that many Ryan Cokes once at a Oilers game. At what? I'm just kidding. 11D? 11D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't drink beers like that. I have like two, and then I'm, I'm beard out. So it's, 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 it's on yeah. to the cocktails. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing I like about beers is they, they tell you when you're done. You can meter night. it. Exactly. Yeah. Hard alcohol is too hard. You get yeah. triples, you get octuples. It's all a mess. That's, and that's like, I get, I get messy on hard booze. I don't really get messy on beers anymore. Cause like, again, like I'll get to a point with, with beers where I'm like, all right, I'm bloated. Like no more. But with the hard booze, you're always like, ah, I can do one more double. But the previous double hasn't kicked in yet, and then you're just too. When you me. get bloated, you just got—it's like a water slide. You just got to send more kids down the water slide to unplug the water slide. <laughs> and so like you start 14, to feel. I'm 14 years older than you, your rum chuck, and I still don't know when it's done. When the when the cocktails. <laughs> My are problem with stop. cocktails is that I'll have a rum and coke, and then it turns to a double rum and coke, and then all of a sudden, you know what? That double rum and coke was delicious. I might have a triple. Why not? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hopefully we all enjoy some during the Oilers game tomorrow night. Responsibly. Course, so what are we looking forward to this week? We got Thursday podcast, but we've got a Wednesday night Anaheim we game. Don't That's have, we be probably fun. don't have a Thursday podcast. Okay, let's not then. Because you got that other show. We got, show. we got the live show at one. So unless we can do it at a different time. Oh, mm-hmm. scheduling. Scheduling. So the new office is really putting in some wrinkles into the old schedule. We need to get about five more roadcasters. <laughs> well... I could definitely make Monday at this time a regular occurrence. Perfect. Yeah, you yeah. will. The Thursday, um, whatever you guys figure out, we'll do. Maybe we just do it on the road. Maybe we because I know that you had a problem with the later. That's the only thing, Wanya Junior. Or or he goes to bed so early. If I if it's a two thirty show, I barely do, don't get yeah. to see him. And then if we do it earlier, I can't be here. But you guys could do it earlier if like Liam or Waz steps in. And your Amtrak heard me say, well, we could get another producer, and he took it extremely <laughs> to heart. How did you guys All do- I meant wasn't that you're great. I just meant if you couldn't do some shows, we could get a sometimes different producer. Yes. That's yeah, it. like a Waz or a Liam. On yeah. Thursday, since yeah. me and I'm guessing JR wasn't here on Thursday either, no. No, did you guys end up doing your football bets? No, we didn't. No. So our records stay the same. Yep. All right. And then we're not going to have one this Thursday. So we're not going to have a record for next. So maybe that's we'll, maybe we'll do them and I'll post. Maybe we'll do them and I'll <laughs> post, post them on social. Yeah, I'll post them on social. Yeah, let's do it. All right, good call. Uh, shout out to the HGA group again. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. DoorDash great. is also great. Delicious. Twig and Berries is comfy as all hell. Mm-hmm. We're and, in mine right now, Tyler. And this podcast was enjoyable. Come in see my Dog opinion. Patch. Yeah. Thank you. Come yep. see Dog Patch. And I'll tell you, because you know what? I'm coming for brunch this weekend, Chalmers. Mm-hmm. Just because I want to get them. What are they called? The float. The flutes. No, oh, a Bellini the, flight. Yeah. I want no, Bellini Mimosa flight. flight. Mimosa flight. Correct. Mimosa flights. I want all of them. We wow. have a there's a mimosa morning like downstairs a shot on Sunday, ski, but of mimosas for fancy folk. Hello. Mm. Yeah, I want a and mimosa flight. This weekend, I had the BBLT. Oh, the, the double the double B the double bacon lettuce tomato sandwich. So, Holy shit, that is the best thing I've ever uh, put in my mouth. I didn't realize it, and there should be more places in Edmonton that offer a really fantastic Sunday brunch because if you. Back in the day when we used to go to the bar Saturday, we'd always wake up for a nice Sunday brunch. Of course, right? you had to. And there was only a certain amount of places in Edmonton that yeah. had it. Mostly you're Brewster's. Di- you're dipping your toes into that water. Mostly Brewster's is where we went all the time. I love we me did. a delicious brunch to- after drinking. Yeah. I mean, there's that one place on White Ave, but it's always packed. Like, it's packed. Tasty packed. Tom's? No. It's the one by, like, the the farmer's market. Oh, Just across uh, the street from the parking lot. I don't even remember what it's called. Either New way, York. it's not as good as Dog Patch. That's right. Not Blue Plate Diner. Where's that? Blue Steel Plate Wheels? Are you thinking of the pizza place across from the old Club no, Malibu? No, no. This is like a little... New York like, Bagel? Like, uh, Maybe. Yeah, yeah I yes. know where you are. That's where they charge you for water. Yes. That's what? the one. Yeah, that charges you for lemon water. There. Right there. There's a lot of good shit. Yeah, right yeah. There. Next Act's across the street, right? Yeah. Oh, that is in the same place. 
I don't know. Well, you know what? You can go somewhere or you can come here. <laughs> yeah, you come here and get a mimosa here. flight. Mm-hmm. Flute. Flight? Flight. flight. It's a flight, flight. of flutes. Trotsky. Okay. We should get a shot. Still don't know what it is. Just a little wood thing with four it's little... It's just a little... It's a, it's a tasting. It's classy. Let's Instead of having right one, you're having four. Don't dare me to drink booze. The only thing I like better than one is four. That's right. Good oh. podcast, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.